0: what is nad can men take it can women take it like let's get like let's tell everybody what this is and wh- how did you discover it first of
1: all nad uh the way i describe it is it fuels your cells you could use it for anti aging for you know, body recovery for everything. I got introduced to it. I was really depressed. I was in a real big funk. Um, And so I purely did it for the mental health side. And it was a, it really helped from a mental health. It just gave me like a bit more clarity for sure. yeah, And, and more focused. And that's a lot of like, where my, uh, at least, you know, when I, when I say, I want to just clarify, it's like my journey. Right. So my, my thoughts were like, a lot of my anxiety was coming from my own overthinking right so if i can't focus and i can't keep my mind in one lane it quickly goes to somewhere else and then that scrambles and then i'm like oh fuck!" and i'm i'm just thinking 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 and i'm back down in the hole yeah so it just gave me that like help to just go okay everything is okay
0: hey this is chad Namiro. and i'm kelly Namiro. welcome to the balancing chaos podcast
2: a lifestyle podcast where we will interview guests about wellness business and just about everything in between
0: our goal is to help you develop a lifestyle that promotes health wholeness and success through our conversations we hope to inspire you to live a beautiful full and joyful life as you navigate balancing the chaos
2: we hope you enjoy Oliver is a British host, actor, serial entrepreneur, and investor. Trevena, did I say that the right way?
1: Trevena. You were Trevena. so close. Trevena. Trevena. Became Trevena. a child
2: star performing in plays such as a, Midnight, a Midsummer Night's Dream, The Nutcracker, and Oliver. Since then, he has starred in movies including Paradise City, The Rising Hawk with Robert Patrick, and Embattled with Nicolas Cage, and as of most recently, playing with Gerard Butler, in addition to acting, Oliver is an equally successful businessman, owning or partially owning companies such as Cali Water, Vital Red Light, and All Saints, and investing in countless others. And perhaps most interesting to us and our listeners, Oliver is a health and wellness guru who practices a series of biohacks and mindfulness exercises to keep himself alert, happy, and conscious. So yeah, with all that, uh, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming.
1: Thanks for having me, mate. Nice to be on
2: yeah yeah where are you in the world
1: I am for once I'm at home um (laughs) and actually probably I walked in the door like 30 minutes ago with my suitcases so uh yeah Yeah. I'm I'm home for a change which is Los Angeles Los Angeles is now home is that you
0: just so we were talking offline before you you know we just started you were in Italy is that where you were just coming from with your suitcases (laughs)
1: Uh, it's been quite a lot of travel. So I was, uh, the last really like five months, I was filming a project in Boston before Christmas. So November, December was Boston. Went home for the holidays, went to Italy to film after that. Um, and then went from there to the super bowl. We, Vanessa Hudgens and I did something at the super bowl for Cali water, went back to London. We have to, I had to finish something there. And then I came back last week but I was kind of going through this weird, like I was landing back in LA and, and, you know, you've been gone for a while and people are like, Hey, what are you doing this weekend? What are you up to? And I was like, uh, I want to get out even though I wasn't even home yet. So I went to San Diego and I just <laughs> took the car. I took the car. My luggage was already packed and I chilled in San Diego for the weekend. It was lovely because I was on the beach. I don't know anyone really down there, you yeah. know? So there's no like, There's no people pleasing things that kick in. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, oh, I've got to see that person because I'm at home now. So I kind of just wanted to like settle and sleep. I slept the first time in as long as I can remember where I haven't set an alarm, like both all over the weekend, like not to set an alarm, even though I still like found myself waking up, it just felt really nice and relaxing and something about the ocean as well. You know, I threw myself in it every morning. Um, even though it was freezing and i was literally the only one in there without a wetsuit um it was it was it was kind of fun you know it's, it's like your you. very
0: own cold plunge yeah, natural cold plunge yeah uh, i love that like the idea we're going to hawaii in a couple of days and the idea of not setting an alarm like and not having kids there to wake me up it's like yeah. there's something so good for your nervous system to to just do that i'm sure of all the traveling it's your like just leaves you exhausted. So when you are traveling like that and you're like on the road all the time, is that something that you're not necessarily like able to, you know, really prioritize is sleep and rest and all that good stuff?
1: Yeah, I mean, for anyone, I guess, you know, traveling internationally, you have the kind of jet lag stuff, which by the way, I used to, I used to be the guy that was like, I travel so much, watch jet lag. What is jet lag? And then (laughs) I hit 40 and I'm like, oh shit, jet lag really is horrible you know when you just want to sleep and you can't sleep yeah um but um you know i have my ways around it now i always try and little things that help me but i try and adjust my clock before i even get on the plane and and then plan ahead so like if i'm getting on a on a flight from la to london i will make sure that day like i'll wake up so early in la like 3 a.m so that when i hit the plane at 4 p.m which is midnight england time i'm going to be ready for bed pretty pretty quick and i'll yeah. fall asleep and then i'll wake up and so you're trying to you're giving yourself Take a head yourself. start as far as jet lag which yeah. isn't rocket science but it just really does help
2: yeah totally gary uh brecca who we've had in the show this is an informal conversation i was having with them but he was he advocates for oxygen and then getting in the red light bed he was advocating that that could be really helpful for jet lag, jet lag. yeah yeah i don't know this yeah red red light never- is
1: Red yeah. light is great for that because it just yeah. puts your body into a state that you know re- a very relaxing state as well, and obviously the production of mitochondria and everything yeah. else. But it just helps with helps with sleep massively. People yeah. assume that it's just going to wake you up all the time, but you can actually do red light before bed and you'll sleep really well really? because of it as well. Yeah.
2: So how how um ignorant to this how, how rigorous is uh, a filming schedule when you're making a movie how long does it take and what are the hours like
1: i mean look every project's different obviously just depending on the size of the budget like if you're talking about star wars or something you're, you're locked in there for a year but most of the films that i'm doing which i shouldn't discredit them but they're not star wars you know they're more of the 10 20 million dollar budget films mm-hmm. so you're probably shooting the entire film i would say you know between one and three months So fast. and the, the schedule is the schedule is, you know, it's different depending on what role you're playing in the film, but it can be pretty, this, this film in Italy was, was tough. We were doing six day weeks and they don't count the travel to set as part of your hours. And we were normally an hour to set and an hour back. And then we were doing a 10 to 12 hour day on set. Oh
0: my so gosh. There wasn't so a really lot of. So you're really not thinking
1: about sleep. You're not. <laughs> yeah. You don't, I didn't really. I mean, we were talking about Puglia, which was just incredibly be- beautiful, but I didn't get to see as much of it as I would have liked. You know, yeah. the schedule can be pretty crazy. But then, you know, a lot of a lot of time you are waiting around as well. You know, they would be setting up a big yeah. stunt scene or stuff, and you get to sleep in your trailer for a couple of hours. So okay. it's uh, it's fine. Yeah, do you get days it's off? Like yeah, well, on this one, not as much. It was my it, I, I, I was the lead in this one, which yeah. was totally different um, because you don't get as many days off because you're in every every page every scene but normally yeah like the the plain um plain movie that i did with gerard butler it's out now there's a plug um (laughs) that uh, that one was you know i was in puerto rico for two and a half months and i'd have like you'd work for three days you'd have three days off you'd work for four days i'd have to and that was amazing i mean that was like a you know it's like a big long vacation but you're not in the movie as much so you know it's uh it's it's every every experience is different which is why i so enjoy it you know
0: yeah totally so you get to see different parts of the world and like also do the work yeah the, which is super exactly. cool so exactly. we were talking a little bit offline too about how you were preparing for this role and like you're supposed to have six-pack abs and like yeah. i think that like every role that i I mean what was that one that we were just seeing what and now i can't remember the actor's the name movie? but yeah we saw the preview for it and the guy had gained like it looked like three hundred pounds. Do you remember what I'm was I'm talking about? Um, I
1: know the one you're talking about, whale. Yes. Well. Is it the whale? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is that so, Brandon Fraser? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so, like, you're expected, you know, in these roles to either like cut weight or like gain weight, and like, I, I think that, you know to some degree, like weight loss can be probably a little bit healthier than like gaining 300 pounds. Mm -hmm. But like, how do you prepare for that? Have you, you know, when you got asked to, to cut weight, like, and you're preparing to have these six pack abs, like I'm sure you're trying to do it in a healthy way where you're eating the right foods and going to the gym. So what did that look like for you?
1: Yeah. I mean, I've always been active. So I've never been like out of shape, so to speak, Sure. but I've always had a little belly, you know, it's like it's like the belly of happiness. I love my chocolate. I'm still a child, <laughs> I think when it comes to like, like I hide chocolate from myself at yeah. home and I'll go to bed and I'll be like, but I know where it is and I'll get up out of bed and I'll go eat the chocolate. You um, and me both.
2: <laughs> I do the same yeah, shit. I, yeah, I feel like yeah, an
1: addict. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's stupid, um, but it makes me happy. So I think that's how I'm like justify it. I'm like, it's my happiness. So I love, I have a sweet tooth. So I think the first, the big difference there was, you know, the, the trainer I spoke to was like, you got to cut that out. You know, no, mm. no ice cream, no chocolate, no nothing. Um, no sugar. and then I was always, uh, yeah, pretty much no sugar. Um, yeah. and I was always someone that was training every day anyway. So that really didn't change. It just, and I did, I mean, people have told me forever it's diet, you know, I don't know the stats, but they say like, it's 80% diet, 20% yeah. workout um i really realized that during this time because not a lot changed other than my diet uh-huh. and it was like i was like oh my god english people do get abs as well you know yeah <laughs> um I, I thought it was just you know with you lovely americans i was like they make <laughs> these people so like you know form, <laughs> um and uh and yeah so uh so yeah it was a, it was it was fun to do to be able to prove that i could do it but i, I, I you know the minute i didn't need them anymore I was like, where are your chocolate? You Life's know I mean?
0: enjoyable with food. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And I think that's it. It's balance, right? I didn't really change too much. I mean, we talked about, you know, my daily kind of routine. Things like peptides uh, really help. I do my NAD, which is something that, you know, I've I've done in IV form for, for quite a while now. And to be honest, I started on NAD more for the mental health as- aspect of it. Yeah, But it's helped me so much physically as well, as far as my energy and recovery. So, you know, when you're, Especially when I travel to Italy and the jet lag kicks in, the last thing you want to do is wake up and go to a gym.
0: Mm-hmm. I yeah. find
1: that those things really help me as far as my energy, and you know, I have better sleep as well. And so, there's there's things that I take that definitely give me a head start that made it easier.
2: You feel like you're mentally sharper on set with NAD, without a doubt. Yeah. So wait, 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 wait. like yeah. back,
0: let's back up guys. One sec for the audience members who don't know what NAD is and yeah. don't know. Cause there's, I feel like there, this is new for a lot of people. Like uh, even like my own clients who I talk to, a lot of people don't know. What is NAD? Can men w- take it? Can women take it? Like, let's get like, let's tell everybody what this is. And w- how did you discover it? First of
1: all, NAD stands for something really long, which I'm going to ruin <laughs> if I say it. So maybe you should Google it and read it or put <laughs> subtitles a- pro- across this part of the screen um it's literally like nitro i, I i'm not even gonna say it I, but i, I call I, it not, you I, know no, what I, mean, I literally right?
0: can't even it's like anadenamine like yeah, yeah i can't even say it so yeah. go for it
1: yeah. <laughs> it's a long word so we call it nad um yeah. but uh but yeah nad uh the way i describe it and once again like i'm not a doctor um so they will probably give it a better you know um description than me but it's, it fuels your cells. And obviously we all know that the body is made up of cells and your mind and everything. So right. a healthy amount of NAD makes your cells healthy and makes everything else healthy. So mm-hmm. it's been, it's been used for, you know, you could use it for anti-aging for, you know, body recovery for everything. Uh, I got introduced to it. Um, I was really depressed. I was in a real big funk, probably going back like four or five years. Um, and when I say like, the, dep- I was stuck, you know, um, and I just couldn't get out of it. Were and you so, on like
0: SSRIs or anything like that at this point? No,
1: nah, I okay. tried, I tried, I tried antidepressants um, yeah, a couple of times, which is also bad. I know you're not meant to do that. You're not meant to try it, but I, you know, I just could, I would try it two weeks later. I'd feel it even worse. And I was like, this just doesn't,
0: it's Work not for working
1: for me, you know? Yeah. Um, and also, I never grew up around that. You know, I mean, it's not a good totally. thing either, but in England you never grow up around people suggesting therapy of any kind or any of any kind. It's just like, you know, a little punch on the back and figure yourself yeah. out, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I think maybe I was at the same time of taking them, I was overthinking them, which then that never works. You know, you're never yeah. going to, once the mind gets hold of something, it doesn't even matter if it's doing good. Your mind's yeah. already written it off. Um, So no, I didn't, I, I, that didn't work. And someone basically said to me, you know, they felt like NAD could really help. Mm -hmm. And this shows how much it was a mainstream. I had to fly up to San Francisco. I flew up to San Francisco to see from LA to see this doctor. And I spent like, you know, the first IV I had was so, you know, it's a very, it's very strong. It's very potent. And it took about, I was up there for about five hours. Um, and so I purely did it for the mental health side. And it was a, it really helped, um, Mm -hmm. Did, did you notice did,
0: results right away?
1: I noticed energy results right away, but I went. I ended up doing like three, three of them back to back. Yeah. Um, and it and I noticed the results for sure. From a mental health, it just gave me like a bit more, um, or well, clarity for sure. Yeah. And and more focused. Yeah. And that's a lot of like where my. Uh, at least, you know, when I when I say I want to just clarify, it's like my journey, right? So my, my thoughts were like, a lot of my anxiety was coming from my own overthinking, right? So yeah. if I can't focus and I can't keep my mind in one lane, it quickly goes to somewhere else. And then that scrambles. And then I'm like, oh, fuck. And I'm, I'm just thinking, 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 thinking. And I'm back down in the hole. Yeah. So it just gave me that like help to just go, okay. Everything is okay. Yes. <laughs> oh my it's God. So Life is all right, that. you know?
0: Because I swear when I start taking it to like anxiety was one of those things that I like really quickly noticed. And I, I just appreciate you sharing this because I think that for a lot of our listeners, like it's just another tool that they can, because you do hear about it for energy or for weight. I've heard people say they use it for weight loss, but it's like, for, really? if it's like mental health, it's like, that's such a big yeah. one that so many people struggle with. So
1: yeah. That's and that's, to be honest, a big part of everything that I got into in the health and mental space. Yeah. wasn't so to speak people assume you know they see what you're doing they see you're doing a hyperbaric chamber or you know ozone therapy or stem cells or everything else and and the easy assumption is oh you know you must want to look like the rock um <laughs> and it's like you know no i actually like genuinely like i mean that's not a bad thing um but but ultimately i i just wanted to feel uh I don't. I, the, what I didn't even know, but now what I do know is feel like actually human, like what it's like to wake up and feel okay, Yeah. you know, and, and, and have a bit of like hope on your own, you know, because it doesn't matter how many other people tell you, like, especially in my industry. And at the time I was going through a lot of this, like it, it looks so great from the outside. I was hosting a shows and award yeah, shows all this, and all this yeah. and everything else. And people are like, oh my God, your life's incredible. You're so lucky. And, and, and that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how many people tell you it from the outside, from my end, I was like, I was just done, you know? Um, so I wanted to be able to, I guess, reset and just know what it felt like to, yeah, to literally wake up and not the first thing through my head be like fear, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I feel like obviously mind and body is, you know, so correlated and so, you know, in sync that as soon as I, you know, started doing the right things for my body, my mind started, you know, being right as well. But it wasn't like I didn't do it because of my body. I did it because I wanted it for my mind. And then it goes hand in hand because for me, I was like feeling better. And then I want to go to the gym more and I want to go for a hike and I want to do this and I want to do that. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask you that. Like, were there other things at the same time in tandem with this that you like when you started the nad like let's say for example like that you did as well you know like that like did you change your diet like were you eating a ton of processed food and now and then you didn't like that helped along with some of this other stuff
1: um not at the time i probably should have done now and now I now i know a lot more at the time it was like you know and i think that's the thing as well is is it's never a perfect path you know, you do what you can and what you give yourself a break because you can read one of these, you know, an article that's like, you know, do NAD and do the hyperbaric chamber and give up processed sugars and do all that. And you're like, I'm never going to be able to do all that. One, because financially it's too much. And two, because I just know me. And I, I think that's what, for me, my my journey has really been like, just taking a step in the right direction and then steps follow steps. And then before you know it, you're kind of on your way. Um, but yeah, after that, I kind of uh, look more into you know the research and what was available and that's kind of what brought me into next health because they were someone that off that started to offer it right then and i got involved in that company and invested in them and and obviously then that took me down the route of understanding about hyperbaric chambers and yeah. you know uh exosomes and stem cells and all the different things there so it, it in, in in general off the get-go it wasn't all at once but i've definitely you know done it all at this point you've built or, on it or, yeah. yeah yeah and there's been so many other things i'm always you know, looking for and um, because, like I say, it's never a perfect path, right? I think I've got it figured out and I'm like, oh my God, my life is amazing. I feel so happy. And then three days later, I'm like,
0: Ugh! yeah.
1: Um, that's so, <laughs> yeah, it's and that's the thing as well. It's it is everyone. And yeah. I think the more we understand that, the more it gives us some relief as well. Not that we totally. want like everyone else to suffer, but the truth is, I always sound like anyone that's telling you that they're perfect and they're fine is a pretty scary person. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I trust those people as much. Um, Didn't agree more. But you know, ketamine IVs have been incredible for me as okay. well. Yeah. Um, so how
0: often are you doing this stuff? Like, are you and like, are you doing it all at once? Um, like, so I, I, I'll give an example. Like, I know when you said the NAD IV and you were, like saying five hours, people were probably like, oh my gosh, it takes five hours. I remember the first time I did it, it was around the same amount of time. And Chad comes into our bedroom and he's like, knocking on the door. He's like, are you going to help me with our kids? Like, I was like, I did not know that this was going to take four (laughs) hours, hours. but it's because your like joints kind of feel weird. And like, you can't take it all at once because you kind of start to feel a little bit dizzy, like Mm -hmm, whatever mm -hmm. the case may be. So like, can you, with, you know, the practices that you have one, like, how often are you doing these IVs and two, can you combine multiple things at once so that you can kind of make the most out of it?
1: I mean I do and uh, now now I do the same seven fifty NAD, so seven hundred and fifty milligrams I do in about forty-five minutes. Okay. Because your body just like anything it's gets used to it. it. Um I'll also do like other vitamins at the same time. So I'll do mm-hmm. some hydration, some glutathione, and then you're kind of like B12, B twelve, B ever B complex, yeah. everything else. Yeah. Um and I always do it like I'll I'll book my IVs and I'll book a conference call at the same time, you know, or I'll do there you something. Go. So you're in a private room so you're not really losing time which i guess is that whole you know the whole biohacking thing and it's like i like doing things if i'm in a hyperbaric chamber you know i'm doing emails or i'm reading a script or something i don't really feel like it takes away that much time Have the ketamine stacking. IVs are the only yeah the ketamine ones are the only ones that are tough and i don't get to do them as much for that reason because the place where i go is about an hour from where i live and you can't drive and drive back uh. so you have to go, you know, get someone to drive you or get an Uber um, yeah. because they just don't want you on the road directly after, which makes sense. Yeah. Um, but those ones, not as much, um, probably like, I mean, I do NAD once a week uh-huh. um, as an IV and then I self-administer it as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, but that's it, that, you know, when you travel, that's the bits that I miss as well. When you go to like Puglia in Italy, as magical and beautiful it was, it was like, no one's getting IVs there, you know? Yeah, um, no. So. <laughs>
2: no.
0: Can you tell our listeners just before we move on to the next topic, like what is because I know that like is ke- like ketamine, it has to be administered in a certain clinic, right? And like, what is that? Is the, I'm guessing that's also for the mental health side of things. I
2: think it's just you have to differentiate because some of it is framed as like a recreational drug that people. So use.
1: So yeah, ketamine think- for me never recreational. I've never yeah. done it recreationally in my life. Yeah. I actually. Don't want to burst anyone's bubble, but I couldn't think of anything worse than doing it recreational. <laughs> um, it's never, it, it's never, or maybe people have a good time. I've never, I've never, I just couldn't, I don't know. I, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't, I, I don't yeah. Know, yeah. Um, so for me, yeah, it's completely, you know, by a doctor, um, you go in for a consultation first. It's really good with kind of trauma, um, you know, PTSD, yeah. any kind of like stress relief like that um mm-hmm. it's amazing for um and this is literally you know i'm in a room there's a doctor there the doctor gives you the iv they're standing there you know checking on yeah. you um you're linked up you don't go anywhere um and that's the way i've done it i have done uh, there's a company called WonderMed, and i've done some of their lozenges which is you have a zoom with a doctor um they prescribe them in a way of anxiety and you know for depression or anxiety and then you get the lozenges and you do it with someone at your house Mm-hmm. um but uh but yeah i've never done it recreationally um definitely don't want people to do that i have a lot of friends that do it recreationally, yeah. recreationally and tell me it's brilliant um <laughs> but just not 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 for me
0: yeah i yeah. think when you're working on mental health like having that that you know doctor like patient you know relationship yeah is we
1: so important.
0: but um one question before we move on from this whole like health and wellness thing is
2: just quickly though about the ketamine experience. Yeah, okay. Tell us about that. Is it really an hour where you're just diving into your psyche and, and, and coming to it's terms with longer. some things? It's probably longer. Okay. But yeah, is it short term? About... The experience? Yeah, you, you, okay. yeah.
1: I'll take you through it. So I went there, I've had a, which I think we'd probably dive into. I had a lot of trauma in my, I guess my teens. Um, and you know, it's been a constant kind of path to let go of a lot of that. And a lot of like the, the trap fear or PTSD yeah, that, you know, sometimes we don't even know why it's there because in our minds we we we're at peace with it. You know, um, it's like no, I'm not bothered about that. I've let it go. But yeah. on a on a on a body level, it's there. Um, yeah. I find that ketamine really helped me. You know, if trauma is you know layered upon trauma upon trauma upon trauma upon trauma, ketamine gets you really helps you peel back the onion and get to the lower levels of where you might not access with yeah. normal therapy or anything else. And I've had some really, you know, I, I'll take you through one experience, but I, I had flashbacks and I'm not like, I'm really not one to like, like any kind of hallucinogenic or anything like that. Like I like mm-hmm. my mind being intact, yeah. but it does take you to, you know, you nice. do hallucinate a bit. And I went back to, uh, as clear as like the clearest visual of my mum and dad, but they were like, Yeah, a lot younger and so, so like it was like picture perfect and I was a baby and they were crying and I was crying and I could see something was wrong with me and I was in a hospital and, uh, I had this whole, this was going on. Like it was, it was a whole scene, like out of a movie. And so when I came around, I I actually, the time difference, it was about midday. So my parents were still up in the UK and I called them and I just said. We have a very like open relationship now and they know I do all this, you know, weird shit. Um, <laughs> so I called I called my mum and she basically told me, yeah, I had a, cause you know, we, in England, we don't talk about stuff. So this never came up in conversation. And my mum was like, yeah, you had a tumour when you were born and you nearly died. And, and I nearly died that? too, my mum my, my nearly died at birth when giving birth to me. And then she was out of hospital. And then because of the implications and the, you know, complications there, um, I had a tumour as well and I had no idea. Um, and so that was stuff that I think it wasn't, I needed to remember it, but there was stuff there that I'd never let go of or, you know, and I was, I was in this chest sobbing, like I was screaming and crying, like, you know, you cause you kind of come in and out of it. And the, the nurse, uh, at the time was like, are you okay? And I was just sobbing, like sobbing, sobbing, sobbing. And I would have never known to, you know, to talk about that with a doctor, um, and even if I did know about it and I talked about it, maybe it wouldn't have hit to the level that it hit there. So I feel yeah. like it's really helped me with uh, with a lot of that kind of like release and and letting go of of stuff that I feel like we keep, you know, we keep trapped. I mean, we, we, you know, it's our survival technique. Humans are so great at just surviving that way, right? It's like something bad happens, we push it down. We put cover it up, we push it down. And I think, you know, sometimes it helps us, but a lot of times it just, you know, crushes us as well long term.
2: It's like the common denominator. We've had three or maybe more actually uh, go, uh, hosts on the show that talk about or guests on the show rather than talk about uh, psychedelics and they all and also like describe like PTSD, it that way. Yeah. yeah. It's just, I remember Marcus saying that, you know, if there's tracks in the snow, it's like causing the snow to fall again. So you can kind of have a, a new hill, if you will, mm-hmm. like to start mm-hmm. over just allows you to tap into your subconscious, I guess is what I'm getting at.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah. So yeah. It's,
2: and
1: sometimes I've done it and had nothing, you know, like I've gone there and kind of chilled me out. And I've sat in the, you know, Uber on the way back or in the friend's car and be like, oh, that was kind of, you know, I was hoping for another massive breakthrough, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's, you know, it's like maintenance as well, you know, if, uh, any of those things that we can do in life that just help us kind of stop and just breathe and just, you know, I don't know, bring it back to just being more present. Um, helps.
2: Do you, do you dabble in any other psychedelics like psilocybin or ayahuasca or anything like that, or really just stick to that? Um,
1: I've done a, uh, I've done mushrooms and I've done. Uh, I did iboga. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've done iboga, and that was that was harsh. I was I was just I'll just say it's harsh. I I was like dry heaving for I don't know nine hours. I mean oh. it was. I did it in the mountains of like uh, Squamish um, with a couple of friends, my friend and his wife um and it was it was really harsh and i don't really remember a lot from it other than they were like they came out of it and they were like oh my god i made you know made peace with my father and and you know said goodbye to my grandmother and they were like what about you and i was like i just fucking threw up nonstop. like i just i just kept checking like to make sure i hadn't even thrown up my teeth um it was it was so hardcore um so they didn't it didn't happen for me um i did uh i've done Bufo. that was that was an amazing experience okay. for sure yeah um and uh yeah i've i've tried i've tried a bunch i would say i've tried a bunch but the only the only thing that i do and i won't even say regularly i'm talking like once at this point once every couple of months is ketamine okay. um that is the actual help, drug
0: like deal with like or process like one PTSD and like two mental health, just like preservation is like, yeah.
1: Yeah. The preservation, stuff. I would say at this point, like, I'm not yeah. looking to like uncover anymore. Like yeah. I've, I've had a chat with my mom and dad. I'm like, is there anything else I should know? Cause it's easier if you tell me, then I don't have to go do this whole ketamine thing. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but they, you know, it's, um, yeah, it's more for like, it's more just for yeah preservation. Like I, I don't know. And I, I try not to be that way. I, I do
2: daily breath work and
0: I was gonna I, ask, you know, is I, there other I, stuff that you do? Like you yeah. do breath work. Well,
2: your your LA home is like a mindfulness like palace, or at least it appears yeah. that way in yeah, pictures. Yeah. You got your infrared yeah, no. sauna. It looks great. So tell yeah, us. about Yeah, thanks.
1: It. And I built it that way. I mean, it's it's funny. My my friends of mine are like, oh, you went for kind of like a more of a rehab vibe than a than a bachelor <laughs> pad. Um <laughs> so it's it's like uh, I have my infrared sauna, my ice cold plunge, my okay. you know, obviously outdoor shower, hot tub. Um, I have everything there that kind of t- for my wellness routine. Um but yeah, breath work has become a big part of my life. Um well, I have what, like what a type kind of breath
2: work, exactly. Because we, we talk to so many people and I think it's just loosely defined as it's breath work, nice but then there's so many
0: people, like options like we'll have people on come on here and say they do transcendental meditation or like people who do you know mindfulness or what like whatever so like get give us like the real specifics for someone who wants to try exactly what you're doing and what does it make you feel like just what modality yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah. so um basically i did i did a course in tm probably i don't know uh four years ago Mm-hmm. And and I liked it, but I I also just have a very active mind, so it's really hard for me to stop my mind for yeah. twenty minutes twice a day to do that. Um yeah. it's hard. It's hard um, for anyone. Whereas yeah, whereas breath and it, look, obviously it doesn't. It's meant to be hard, and you're meant to do it. But I just kind of, for me, it's about finding things that work for me that make a difference. Um, mm-hmm. And breath work for me, the active breath helps me stop thinking because I'm thinking about breathing. I can't do two things at once, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's just men. We can't, you know, like we can't do we we like struggle. We're like, hang on, what? Breathe and okay, yeah. Um so the breath work just just brings me back to now and 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 also I'm I'm not a good, you know, I I don't walk around in my daily life being like, How are you? You know, <laughs> how's it going? I don't it's just not me. So um, I try and bookend it you know I do a breath work in the morning and I'm talking like 10 minutes 20 minutes in the morning and then yeah. one in one in the one in the evening there's an energy one that I do and these are just one of the the first time I got introduced to breath work was I was doing a course uh, called 40 years of Zen mm-hmm. um it's like a bio ha- uh, like a neurofeedback hacking um mind brain all that sort of uh stuff um and there was kind of like one of the I guess one of the uh, moments there, so you go in these pods, you do all this different stuff. And one moment is just with a the therapist and the therapist there who you'd kind of like talk about what was going on said to me, oh, you should try this breath work. And it was just a YouTube link. It was like, it's 20 minutes. Yeah. It's a YouTube link, like a Qigong, yeah. like, and this woman's just talking you through it. That's been my breath work for four years. I've just used that same YouTube link. Um, I've shared it with so many friends. Um, it works for me. It's great. Um, and then I found one online that's similar, but it's a five minute energy one. So that's normally like my quick morning one. And i do two of them in a row. Um, so there's no, like, I'm not like a professional breathwork person. I just follow this YouTube link. It's so easy. Anyone could do it. Like I've given it to my mom. I've given it to friends. I've given it to anyone. And I just feel like, I feel like there's so much magic in breathing. There's so
0: much that you can do for free that I feel like people don't take advantage of. And then like... You know, I'm like I'm talking about the majority of people who walk around saying like I'm anxious, I'm feeling like the X way. And then it's like, but are you trying any of the things that are literally available to anyone, like walking out in nature or like mm-hmm. what you just said, like this YouTube link, like literally anyone can get it. Actually, mm-hmm. we should have you send it to Chad so he can put it in the show notes. Yeah. Um, because I think that like if we take advantage of those small things and we add them up, it has like the real capacity to To completely transform how we feel.
2: Which creatures a habit, but it is probably the simplest and easiest thing to do. I I have a similar story, and I didn't do this until about a year ago, but I do it once in the morning, once at night, and I do the Wim Hof breathing. It's just 30 successive breaths out, hold as long as you can, in for 15, do it three times. I watch a YouTube and I like him guiding it through me. He's Mm -hmm. got a lovely. Mm -hmm. You got a lovely Dutch voice that helps. I, I, I
1: use that. I use that one too. And he's like, uh yeah. "Feel the power." What does he say? He says. He says something at the end. It yeah. makes me laugh every time. Yeah. In with yeah. the
2: relaxation. Out yes, with the stress. Out with the, yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I have a good day. Yeah. That's great. Yeah.
2: And it just. I mean. I remember when I first started doing it and my body's more used to it, but my, my hands would tingle, my brain would go off the charts and you just feel jacked up. It's like a yep. coffee, but a little more euphoric with no downside. And so, yeah, I'm a huge advocate, obviously. So that's uh that's awesome to hear. I assume that that, that carries when you're overseas and filming, probably more yes. so, actually. Yeah,
1: I, lo- I absolutely love it. I think out of all the things we've spoken about, as crazy as it is to say, but if you were like, what one thing would you recommend – has helped more than anything it would be this 20 minute youtube thing not the thousands hundreds of thousands of dollars i've spent on ketamine nad you know don't get me wrong i love that stuff and i'll carry on doing it but the breath work without a doubt and it's cost nothing
0: i remember a time in my life when springtime would hit and immediately I would be searching for a new trainer or Googling all of the seven-day juice cleanse, 14-day detoxes so that I could get myself in shape for summer. And what I didn't realize at this time was that all of that was a complete waste of my time, of my energy, of my resources. And I look back on that just wishing for those hours and all of that energy and brain power back. The decisions that I was making for my body were coming from a place of punishment rather than from a place of love. And it wasn't until I started meditating and I started doing the work, the real work on myself that I recognized that I needed to nourish my body with both movement and food and mindset work if I ever wanted my body to love me back in a sustainable way. And that's why the WBK membership that I release meditations where I deeply connect you with yourself and blood sugar balancing recipes to nourish you on a cellular level and low impact movement to support the delicate balance of your hormones really gets you the results that you're looking for, where it starts to become a lifestyle. It starts to become who you are. I can tell you firsthand that both myself and my members, my private clients, all of us have seen the most incredible results from the WBK method. It's so different than your typical diet and a restrictive approach that we're taught from diet culture from a very early age. As a 33 year old mom of two, this is the leanest I've ever been, the most energy that I've ever had and the best that I have ever felt in my freaking body. And it can be that way for you too. So right now with the code Balancing Chaos, all one word, B-A-L-A-N-C-I-N-G-C-H-A-O-S, you can get 10% off your annual membership for the WBK method and get new weekly content plus a library of hundreds of workouts, recipes, meditations with a seven-day reset and a 30-day challenge all to get you started. So use the code chaos" again, all one word, to start your seven-day free trial and see when you love your body back, how your body starts to love you. Tell me about, like, so obviously, like, you get interested in this NAD stuff or, like, I'm sure the red light bed because of like what it's done for your mind and your body. Right. Is that how you make a decision? Cause as Chad said in the intro, you're like a serial investor. Like how do you decide like, yes, this company is the one, like I'm going to put my money or like put my bet on this.
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously with the current climate, you know, I feel like health and wellness. I mean, I I've been into it for a while. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a great space to be in. Um, I also genuinely like being involved in something that I can recommend to people with the intention yeah. that it's going to do something good for them, you know? Um, hence me, like alcohol brands have just never been, you know, it's like, I get some offers and especially even on the other side, on the, on the talent side. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, uh, it doesn't, doesn't really, not really for me, you know? Yeah. Um, you drink? no, I don't drink. You don't drink. No. No, used to used to drink a lot. Yeah, <laughs> um, most I, was, used like, to. Pri- still I was like, I was like, I was like, Pring- I was like Pringles. That's what my friend called me. You know, like <laughs> once you pop, want, once you, you once you pop, you can't stop. So now I just br- knew what was ahead. You're I'm British. British. You're I'm British. British, and I'm and I'm Irish. You know, what I mean, I got dealt two cards, so yeah. it was like, yeah, you're yeah. gonna drink.
2: Yeah, that's a, um, that's a concoction right there. British and Irish. Yeah, all my British friends yeah. out drink me. It's a, it's a given. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah though, course, even over course. the last, like, I don't know, what has it been, like six months, like, even you are on like a real decline of, yeah. like, well, you know, I just feel like a lot of people are making better. that conscious choice these days to not be with uh, anymore.
2: That's actually, you know, 100%. You sent me some, some Cali water, and I don't know if others use it like this. I imagine some do. But for me, and getting out of drinking a lot of it was the comp just having a nice beverage in your hand i like wine i like the taste of beer i drink water all day i drink coffee i don't drink anything else and so yeah at night having one of those a calia water a yeah. little sugar a little taste like kind of emulated that for me and and i didn't want it as bad i didn't need a beer i didn't need a cocktail and i don't know have you heard that from other people
1: yeah it's uh it's funny because it's a, it's a health beverage obviously we launched it as a health beverage um and uh a lot of people also mix it because it made a really healthy cocktail. Like you would put your, the hangover would be less because you're getting hydration while you're drinking alcohol. So people were like that. But a lot of people over the last six months have really been like, they'd be like, Hey, I'm having friends over, you know, can you send some Cali water? Because it really does feel like you're drinking a drink. Um, Even though you're not, it gives you that, uh, that kind of like feeling. So, yeah, I mean, that's why, I mean, I love it for that reason. Um, Vanessa, who's my co-founder, Vanessa Hudgens, she loves it because she loves mixing it and making cocktails, and she loves it the next day because it they, they were, you know says it has hangover relief because of the amount of hydration in it. Um, so we look, it's multifunctional, but but yeah, it, it's definitely a world where people are drinking less, and I think it gives you that feeling that you're drinking a cocktail. Um, funny story, I sent it to um, Lance Bass. I think it was his it was either his Labor Day or July Fourth party. Yeah, he, he had Lance and I used to do a radio show together, and. And he said, hey, can you send me some of your drink? I'm seeing it everywhere. And so we sent him a bunch of stuff. And they actually thought it was an alcoholic seltzer drink. And they all thought they were <laughs> drunk. And it wasn't oh, until about crazy. three hours, three hours in that someone said there's no alcohol in this, that they were like, what? I felt, and I think it was just the placebo that they placebo thought they effect, were drinking. Yeah. So yes. they're, they're down in these drinks, thinking That's that hilarious. they're getting like, you know, wasted and there's no alcohol in it. So none of them were drunk at all. Um so yeah, I guess look that being said, it just goes back to like, yeah, sometimes you just want to feel like you're drinking a drink and and yeah. it's nice in that way over yeah, ice, yes. it's it's great. um but yeah, going back to your uh, your question about investing, I mean, it obviously the product and if I believe in it, and also if I like it because yeah. you know, sounds sounds so much like a fridge magnet, but life is really about, you know, the journey and the and not the destination. So same as investments like, who knows? You know what I mean. But if I love the product and I love the the person, so people and product, you know, the two number number ones. Um, and if I like the people and I like the product, then it's going to be a fun journey
2: anyway. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and would I use the and, product myself?
1: Yeah, exactly. Because I can't. I just can't do it. I can't be like, mate. You should try this. You know, X, Y, and Z. And me in the back of my mind be thinking, I wouldn't use it, you know? Like, I'm not se- I'm not selling hair products, you know what I mean? Or hair straighteners, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So um, there was a time, but yeah, but now it's like, it just, it has to be something that you like and you believe in. And then the rest is icing on the cake, you know? Yeah, yeah. The cake is the, the fun part and then the icing. But yeah, of course, I, I still look at it from a business mind. And I think like, you know, we talk about Red Light, like the founder of uh, Vital Red Light, Jake, is such an incredible guy. And, you know, so he's been doing this, you know, since his mid twenties and was so ahead of the curve. Like I, I, I didn't know what red light was and, yeah. and he, he had already like, you know, made a company vital red light and was making these products and was so, so far ahead of anything. And, and I think, you know, from an investment and a business standpoint, obviously a company like that is now hitting, you know, you've got everyone from Tony Robbins to Joe Robin to everyone's talking about red light. So it's, it makes sense from an investment standpoint there because I think it's going to be a growing market. So, oh, you know, yeah. obviously I think about the business, but like I said, if, if it was a great business and a great investment opportunity, but the, 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 the founder was a complete yeah prick, yeah. I probably wouldn't invest in it. I'll probably be like, I get I can make a lot of money, but I'm not going to enjoy this, you know? And I oh, don't really yeah. have a, I don't really have a filter, you know? So it, it wouldn't yeah. be a good, they it wouldn't be a good investor either. You know, I, w- I wouldn't be able to keep my mouth shut. So,
2: Let's uh let's talk about red light a little bit because it is all the rage right now. Everyone's talking about it. And we're fortunate we have one, but the reality is a lot of the red light beds are extremely expensive. Yeah. Like yeah, you know, meteorically expensive and and when I was reading about and viewing the website and all that about Vital Red Light, I was like, "Wow, it's kind of like democratizing red light therapy." Still expensive, but relative to the competitors, quite a bit cheaper and so yeah just give us a little sense of when you got into red light what it does for you and kind of maybe be a little bit around the technology if you can
1: yeah it's um i mean red light as i say i i hadn't heard much about it and then you know met like jake and obviously we got the red light beds at next health and things like that and you know i've heard that many you know people like tom cruise i guess have had a red light bed forever you know there's so many i guess it was like a big secret in this world of like anti-aging and staying young and you know yeah. your body and your overall health um but yeah the beds are stupidly expensive and, yeah. and way you know way you, you just i mean i don't have one you know that most i can't imagine many people having a red light bed at home plus they're huge so yeah. you know vital red light in particular is a very like a more affordable product and we have you know a travel version to a to a desk you know a literally one that will go on your desk and and red light you know i guess i give it in a south london you know layman's terms um <laughs> most of these medical the descript- most of these medical descriptions but red light is once again it's good for cellular health and i think mm-hmm. most of the things that we track back are you know it's it, we're made up of cells keep your cells healthy health rest of your life your is going to be pretty yeah rest of the life is going to be pretty good and with that it helps you know across the board but it's it's great for you know your energy it's great for mitochondria production it's great for which you know with that in itself improve cellular health which goes to everything your skin you know it's you know people can use it from a vanity aspect to you know reduce wrinkles and anti-aging and you know obviously there's red light increases hair growth i will say i've never put the red light on my head so <laughs> don't don't judge this um but uh but but yeah i mean it's it's across the board is is good for you and i think you know also uh, if you if you're injured, you know I've used it on my knees. I play, still yeah. play soccer, and I've torn torn my MCL a couple of times, and I still get knee pain. My dad has arthritis. I make him use Red Light now, and it helps. You know, Red Light produces that mitochondria, which you know stimulates the cells and gets everything repaired quicker or or healing yeah. faster. Yeah. So it really is one of those products, and I think that's why it's getting such a buzz right now is because there are so many benefits to it. So yeah, the price point might be like, you know, if you're thinking of spending 300 bucks or 500 bucks, but it can be used for so much, you know, you can have your partner using it because they want to, you know, keep their skin glowing, um, get rid of acne or whatever it is. And then you can have someone else using it because they, you know, smack their toe on the way in and their toe's swollen up, you know, and you want some, you know, pain relief there. So I think, it's it's getting a lot of buzz because people are really like taking note now because there's a lot proven around it and a lot of people are talking about it and, you know, have tried it, you know, people, I think that's when things really get a bit of buzz is when the actual, you know, the, the people are trying it, you know, it's not just coming from specialists. Yeah.
0: It's so true. It's what the the more accessible you can make it, the better. And you can habit stack it. You can do your breath work while you're sitting in. I mean, it, it was red it was
2: relatively but, inaccessible until recently.
0: Totally, and that's one of the things that we were me and you were actually talking about. Speaking of like yeah. doing your breath work and your bread bed, was like you were like, I feel like my routine is like actually going to get to a point where like my morning routine is going to get too long. Where you're like I have the cold plunge and then the sauna and then yeah, the that's bed. the thing. You so deal with that. Us, like, like, what it's like when am I going to get to work? Eleven. Like morning routine walk us through it. Cause like, I, I mean there you could do like a million wellness things and it can, I feel like it can get out of control.
2: Well, Dana was on the show and he was like telling us all about it. And he's like, yeah. And then, you know, at 11 or so I go to my first call. It's like, wow. Yeah. Okay, so that's like your <laughs> whole morning. <laughs> yeah. That's Dana. though.
1: He could do yeah. that now. You know, there's, a, there's enough money in the bank to take a bit of time off to, Probably so. Yeah. um, but, but, um, for me, I mean, I'm a pretty early riser. I love my mornings and I think that's probably, you know, goes back to my, you know, drinking days. I definitely didn't love my mornings. So I think I've done, you know, half of one life and now I'm doing half of another. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I I would say I get up even without an alarm clock, but I always have an alarm clock just in case, but I kind of wake up on my own around six every day. Um, I do my go-to when I get up, I have, not so much when I travel, but I should just find one that I can take on my travels, but I have an alarm clock by my bed now instead of my phone. I'm sure you've heard this helps, but like, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't like to turn, don't like to see my phone because I immediately go into that zone. So hit the alarm clock. If, if it's gone off, if it hasn't, I just wake up. I do a couple of readings like, uh, you know, daily, just readings that I make sure I do. Um, I, I get on my knees. I don't don't really, you know, not really heavily religious or anything, but I just, you know, stay grateful and pray and thank whatever I'm thanking up there. Um, God, universe, anything like that. Yeah. Um, literally, because I, I'm still trying to figure that out, you know. Um, but I know there's something big out there, you know. So I just kind of pray to that and, that and pray that I can connect with my spiritual self through the day. Because when I'm connected to my spiritual self, I'm a I'm a better person than I am if I'm not. Um are you just, so that's how I start my day. Are you yeah, just
2: kind of going through what you have gratitude for or what's like the actual mind? So I, I I
1: kind of yeah. yeah there's when I'm on my knees there's really I really just say what comes to mind but okay. I start it with with gratitude so I'll say yeah. thank you and I'll say a few things that I'm grateful for whether it's my yeah. parents whether it's my home whether it's my dog or you know anything like thank you for you know last night because it was a it was an amazing you know fun evening and You know, I was happy with myself, like a bit of like gratitude, but self-love as well. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, kind of like then turn it over and be like, help me be the best version of myself today." You know, help me not be a selfish prick and take (laughs) away, you know, because truly like that's it. That's why it's a daily practice, because I can do that on a Tuesday morning. If I don't do it on the Wednesday, I'm in my car shouting at the guy who's not going fast enough that has no reason to go fast enough. It's my fault. That I left home late. Like it's just, it's just different. It's like when you stop and just get out of your own head. And that's why I pray. I pray purely because it disconnects my ego. Yeah. It, it means I'm not, it means I'm not running the show. You know, that's it. It's the only reason I do it. And, and truly like, I'm still trying to figure out I love going to church sometimes. and And sometimes I don't. And sometimes I'm like, I don't really, you know, I was raised Catholic, but I'm like, I don't really, know about the whole God thing, or, you know, I was just yeah. at the Vatican in Rome, I'm like, oh my God, the Vatican's amazing, look at all this history, but I don't really get, I don't, I'm not, I still don't understand it, and I still don't know. That's why it was probably the worst thing to say to like, yeah, pray to God and stuff, and the that, because generally that's how I, I don't know, yeah. I really don't know. No, But, but I it, do that's know what that exploring. there has to be something, yeah. yeah. So I guess I just prayed to that, and it's like, the more I do that and get out of my own head, because I spent so many years thinking that like, I controlled so much, or I could control so much, and that never worked out well for me. Yes. Um, that that's why I do it, is purely because yeah. the more I can surrender and release that control, the more life actually works out for me. The more I'm trying to manipulate and trying to be like, oh, I fucking got this on my own, I can do this, and you know, don't yeah. like that person, blah, 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 and you know, self-forgiveness and forgiveness, and the more of that, that I can put in my life, the better. So those are the, I guess, that's my, you know, religion.
0: I think that that, like, you sharing that too, like, along with all of the tangible things that you can take away today, right? Like, the, the NAD, or the ketamine, or, like, the breath work, it's, like, also, like, just that, like, simplicity of the prayer, and, like, surrender, because it's, like, if you really think about the root of anxiety, all it is is this desire to want to control our external circumstances and not really being able to do that. And so if we can sit here and say, I want to trust, I want to surrender, I want to like give myself over to God, the universe, whatever, it's like your mental health can, can truly like benefit Mm-mm. so much from that simple tool and you you sharing that vulnerably with people because i don't think a lot of people would be that vulnerable so thanks for giving that to our audience because that, no, that's no awesome
1: uh, of yeah. course and that's that's my you know and that's we're talking about like between my reading and yeah. me doing that five minutes yes. you know it's not it's not a lot and then i'll get up and do my breath work where it's five to ten minutes on top of that and if i'm home I'll go put myself in the ice bath, which okay. is the last thing I ever want to do. I mean, I look at that thing, I go up top, I look at it. I'm like, ah, I don't really need to do it. Should I just do it after the gym? Should I go to the gym first and do it? And I'll have a total debate. I'll talk to the ice bath um, <laughs> to the point that like, I'll just get in there and that's it. And then that feels great, but well, it doesn't feel great. I, n- I never really enjoy it, um, No but not. it feels- No one does. I do, t- I do, I do between, t- I'll either do two minutes or three minutes. Okay. um i vary up i switch it up that's the thing i'm not i'm not i'm not trying to do anything perfectly
0: okay. because as soon yeah. as i
1: do and i don't do it then i'm the first to beat myself up so i don't You're try and out. do anything if i feel like two minutes i'll do two minutes if i feel like three i'll do three
2: okay it's Great. the beauty of the ice bath though it's always a struggle and it's that first really hard challenge of the day and then it sets up everything else that's why people usually recommend it in the morning among other reasons but uh yeah it's so I hate it's that so good thing too Everything yeah. hate it.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like the worst, but it's it really sets you up for the day and it's like a massive energy boost. And then I'll try and get a workout. You know, I try and do I have obviously involved in a gym called Dog Pound. I'm one of the investors there. So I I've been, you know, I will go there. Um, and if I don't have time, because if I've got something happening on the other side of town or whatever, I'll go for a hike. But yeah. I do something every day, you know, even if it's a quick 30 minutes or, you know, some sort of exercise or whatever it is. Um, just to get going for the day because I'm not really good at, I, I always have the intention if I've got a massively busy morning, I'll be like, oh, I could probably get a four o'clock or a five o'clock workout in. Just never happens. Once my day starts, yeah. it never goes that way. And I know that now, so I don't even try and pretend that I'm going to do it. Um, so yeah, I just do a, I just do a quick, quick workout. Um, and that's really my morning routine. If I've got the morning of phone calls, then I do the sauna as well. So I do my phone calls in the sauna, um while i'm back and forth to the ice bath and then i'll do the if i'm doing an hour in the sauna i do the ice bath three times in that in that section
2: okay. of the sauna. And sometimes they go to the ice bath just normal temperature right out of bed
1: yeah normal temperature right out of bed i just yeah. do the ice bath and then i and then i stand there and and make myself kind of breathe it off before i get in a shower yeah. and then even when yeah. i get in the shower i get in the shower cold because it's better than yeah you don't really want to i've made that mistake of doing like a hot shower directly after and it just doesn't work and i'm still shivering
2: no, they say that's a no no. But yeah, I'm the same way with working out in the afternoon. He she, won't do she it. He told me that today. He's like, saying, Why go work out
0: like now. Four? Like, he was like, no.
2: Once like one o'clock, it, it. it's over.
0: So with yeah. your workouts, are you doing like resistance training, weights? Are you doing cardio? Are you mixing it? I know you said you'd, you'd go hiking. Mix it up. It
1: all? Yeah, always mix it up. I love boxing. I do boxing. I still play soccer, football. Um, So I still do that. i do, you know, some core exercises. I'm not really a heavy weightlifter. Um, just because I can become like the tin man really quickly. It's like, give me like three sessions of weights and I'm like, what's up, bro. How you doing? <laughs> um, so I, I try to stay away from like heavy weights. Um, but I do weights, but just more like, you know, uh, 15, 20 reps. Yeah, exactly. Um, is
0: that the like, yeah, method that they do at dog pound? Cause I've seen like all the Victoria's secret models and stuff like that train there. Is that like their
1: everything's different. I think that's, that was obviously what got us well known. And I think you know, the, the booty workouts and things like that. But it's really like you have a, you got personal training. So it's completely personal to you. Okay. It's like, you do a session for you. Um, You know, I, I, I have no bum, no booty. Yeah. I don't think I ever will. So, you know, I'm not <laughs> a good person to uh, be a, be a walking advertisement for the booty workout, but I love, <laughs> you know, the boxing and it goes back to what we said earlier. Like at, at this point I don't work out because I, Obviously, when I have a role coming up for a movie, I'll do it for that reason. But my daily workout is purely for my mind. It's yeah. not for my body. I'm not doing the workout and then looking in the mirror and be like, what's up, bro? Like, yeah. I got there. It's it's so for this. That is it. That's yeah. the only reason. because I feel it's, like that's I'm,
0: everything you've really talked about today. Like, even the cold plunge. It's like so much of what you've talked about. You're not really yeah. like here for the physical. It's like, I'm doing this No,
1: right now, because bro. I feel better. Like, truly, that's been about my life. Good. I mean, I feel like I'm now... I'm 41 and I truly feel like I'm living my twenties, how your twenties are meant to be because I spent so much of my twenties and thirties just lost and confused and depressed that now I feel like, Oh, these are like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm in my twenties. These are, these are happy times and I love my days and I love my stuff. And the only thing I've changed is looking after my mind. Nothing else I changed. Yeah. Um, And obviously looking after your body because your body helps your mind. Like it's not, I didn't do anything different. Um, I learned, learned, I've definitely learned along the way that all the, I think all the outside things I assumed would change everything, whether it's the success, whether it's the movies, whether it's the businesses, everything else changed, nothing like literally changed on a, on a happiness scale. Didn't really matter. You know, get the car that you think would cure everything, get the, you know, every everything. Don't get me wrong. I like nice things, but it, it, I now really know that it's not going to be that quick fix. You know, it's not going to, it's not going to do that. It's the daily practices or the lifestyle changes that have made me enjoy my life. And that's what, that's what yeah. Yeah, I guess that goes back to why it's all mind, you know, mind over matter, because it's just, yeah, it's, it's been a, it's, yeah, it's been completely like, like, I kid you not, it, it sounds so cheesy, but I feel like a teenager. And that, yeah. you know, even on set, people are like, "Why are you so happy?" I'm like, "Because I'm happy. This yeah. is everything's great, you know. Like life's good. Life's great." And then, don't get me wrong. An hour later, I'm full of fear, and I'm yeah. like, uh. Uh, "I'm a failure. I've not done good enough." And it's just about like those moments don't now cripple me. They don't. They don't spin and spin and spin and spin. It would be right. a. It's like a. It's like a quick back and forth. It's like right. I am. I am good enough. I am okay. Everything's fine. And then it goes back to being normal again as opposed to giving into that thought and just like losing control of it. And then, you know, yeah. doing whatever you do to cover up that thought. And then that's just the vicious cycle, you know? 100%. And that's
0: what the practices are, are there for. They're there to keep you aware of like when the triggers come up or the things, you know, like I always say that. Cause I spent like better part of a decade. Um, he knows this, like ha- with an eating disorder. And I always thought like, okay, when I'm 15 pounds lighter, then I'll be happy. Then I'll be happy. Mm -hmm. Then I'll be happy. And it's like, no, it's never that it's, you have to be aware of the triggers, know that when those things come up, like to not start the next diet. And then also happy enough with yourself internally that like, I'm doing this tip from a place of like nourishing my mind, nourishing my body, not a place of like wanting to get to that external Mm -hmm. thing because the external thing is never going to be
1: what yeah makes you happy. it's like the like the magical treasure at the end of a rainbow yeah you know?
0: exactly Man. yeah
2: you're just constantly improving your baseline too you yeah. know you're feeling better and better on average and then you get addicted to feeling good and that's why yeah it's about being other things like i don't ever not want to feel that good actually i want to try to do what i can to feel even better yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i was gonna ask and you then that. you
1: surround yourself with different it just happens right like yeah. Yeah. your life changes and people change and yep. things you do change and then you find yourself you know, meeting doing something else, as opposed to going to nightclub, you're like, you know, you're catching up with people in different places. So, you know, everything kind of adjusts the way it's meant to unfold, you know?
2: Yeah.
0: As you were working on all of this, did you kind of make that decision to stop drinking, like as another way to like, again, like work on your mind?
1: Yeah. I mean, for me, I was, I was never a big drinker. And then I started drinking when life wasn't good. Yeah. And so it, it quickly became a crutch to like, Let's just drown my sorrows and put on it. It, it. it was a really easy way. And I guess not just for me, for most people, it was my easiest way of putting on a mask and pretending, you know, like if I was, if I felt like depressed and felt lost, as soon as I got drunk, I was like, I'm king of the world. Things are amazing. You know, yeah. how's life? Oh my God, I'm crushing it. You know, I'm <laughs> blah, 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 I'm blah, blah, blah. Um, which is also known as lying. Um, yes. <laughs> but you know, it's, uh, it's, it, and so for me, it just didn't work. And then of course it's a vicious cycle because I would wake up And then everything was a lot worse because you've got the way you felt at 7 PM, which was horrible now filled with the 25 drinks that I had the night before, which is a depressant. And then it's like, how do I disappear? You know? Um, and that, then that just became my relationship with alcohol. You know, it Mm -hmm. was always like, I was never like a great, I mean, there was phases of my life where I'd have a glass of wine and I'd be civil. Um, and then like now people always like, yeah, but do you not want to drink? And something in my mind is like, I mean, I could kind of have some wine and chill because right. I feel good about life and I don't feel like I'd be drowning in anything. But also, why do I want to? Like, right. if I actually stop in that moment when I'm thinking about it and there is a thought of why do I want to drink? I can normally track the thought back to something other than I'm not drinking because I like alcohol. I'm yes. drinking right now because I want to fit in or because you're asking me to drink and that makes me want to fit in. Okay, why do I want to fit in with you? What do I feel that, you know, is in this relationship? Whether it's like a, you know, uh, a, do I not feel like I'm good enough or I feel like you're better? You can normally like in a really quick two minutes figure out that yes. I'm, not, I'm not ordering a drink because I want a margarita. I'm ordering a margarita because I don't feel good in myself in this moment. So I'm going to try and- right fit in or cover up or whatever's going on. And so, so in that moment, after I've thought about it, I'm like, I'm good. I'll take a, you know, soda water yeah. and it always feels better. So I I guess right now, and I don't know if it's going to be for the rest of my life and I don't know yeah what everything else is ahead, but I love not drinking and I don't want to drink, you know, you don't have um, to put
0: yourself in a box forever. Like, but to say, yeah, exactly that. It's like, I I've told so many of the people I work with, it's like, Oh, okay. Like, if you ask yourself, like, why am I doing it? Is it like what you said, like to fit in or to people please, or because I don't want someone to judge me or because I'm feeling stressed. It's like, those are all actions that are coming from a place of fear versus like coming from a place of love. Like I'm drinking alcohol to nourish myself or like, to feel like, that's never really the answer. No, of
2: course. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I love that you shared that.
2: Drinking until recently was like Pretty un not drinking was pretty uncommon. Yeah, until recently. And now it's like now I can see it trending towards the majority. I don't know how long it's going to take, but it's much more widely accepted. And there's tons of other things you can do. Should, uh, do, should, should do,
0: should do to manage your stress or whatever. And I always say too is like if anyone's giving you a hard time Being like about
2: the edge up, right? Like there's those feel freeze there's like CBD, there's
0: right. But know, I'm saying like if anyone's things. giving you a hard time about not drinking, like if someone's making you feel like you don't fit in, like that's not someone you want to hang out with anyway. Like that yeah. person is no.
1: Protective. What's that? What's that thing people say? People that people that mind don't matter. People that matter don't mind. You know, totally yeah. with yeah. anything you're doing so... in life, so. Totally. it's the same it's the same thing for that with me yeah it's like uh, i'm like i get into it i'm like mate why are you so bothered about me having a drink yeah. what's yes. your shit you know yes yeah. what's what's Practical. going on what's going on, what's with, going you? on with you because yeah. that's not normal you know you yeah. you being that concerned about me having a drink is a little bit odd you know? it's yeah.
0: weird yeah it's like that's your so, problem and something you're dealing with well, i you, i yeah. feel like that is like yeah that's actually like a really great place to
1: and I'm a better yeah. version of myself. Like I just, that yeah. that for me is like, you know, um, it just, yeah, I guess. And look, I have so many friends who are, are great drinkers and, and great and there's nothing bad. But for me, it's like, I don't want to, I don't like that feeling. I don't like the feeling the next day of being like, hang on. Did I, what did I say? Did I, yeah. how did I get, you know, it's like, I don't want any of that. I don't, I enjoy my life and I want to remember my life and I want to, you know, enjoy the day so it's like it's just that to me is just such a simple adjustment it's like don't drink
2: it gives me vicious anxiety these days too never used to do that but that's the part the hangover sucks everything sucks but that's the part that's probably most debilitating for me when i let's say over drink so more than two or so and that's an area i just almost never go to anymore it's like it's crippling
0: Mm -hmm. i can't yeah i agree i mean i don't drink yeah. but um anyways, I feel like Oliver you've given our audience like so many tools today that they can take away and like whether it's like from the very beginning of the jet lag to breath work to, if they want to go try an IV, like there are so many wellness tools. So I'm so, we're so grateful for your time. Um, I honestly feel like we could talk to you forever. We could do a part two if you're ever (laughs) open to it. Yeah.
1: We didn't even get into the meat and potatoes of it all. I know. Um, This is
0: great. Um, Yeah. 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 Tell our listeners what movies they can go see you in. um, (laughs) And then also where they can find you on social and all that good stuff.
1: Um, Well, playing is currently in theaters now and I think it's what it is on Apple Apple movies um I my next movie will be coming out called The Bricklayer with Aaron Eckhart and Nina Dobrev this summer and then following that will be Paradox Effect with Olga Kurelenko and Harvey Keitel and I'm on Instagram that's the easiest way I think that's the only thing I'm on at this point so and that's my name Oliver Travina.
0: we'll tag Amazing. you and all the stuff but seriously we're so yeah, grateful man. for you and all of your knowledge thank you so no so much. of
1: course awesome. it's true pleasure like love love this and love the you know just spreading the message stuff
0: go out get a red bed get some cali water Do some breath <laughs> right? yeah.
2: very inspirational and i think it's it means extra coming from what others may appear seem to think about like the hyper successful like that they have everything figured out yeah that you could
0: just... come here and say like you know I, there was a point that was really rough and yeah, you, anyone can correct
2: we're human beings we yeah. all deal with it so appreciate it man yeah.
0: thank you
1: no of course of course yeah awesome
0: we really hope that you enjoyed that episode you can follow me on instagram at WellnessByKelly, and if you're new around here you can sign up for the wbk seven day free trial where you can get access to all of my low impact workouts blood sugar balancing plant-based recipes and guided meditations all available on wellnessbykelly.com and on the wbk app
2: Hey, thanks for listening.
0: Please make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can also connect with us on social media at Wellness by Kelly. Drop us a DM for who you want to hear from.